Hello, I'm Zoe Duff, and this is Don't Say Maybe. We all have dreams and plans for what we'd like to achieve in our lives. Frequently, life gets in the way, and we find obstacles that slow us down or completely derail our hopes. We say, oh, maybe, someday, if things change. Some people don't see obstacles. They see challenges, and they find a way around, over, or through things that stop most of us. This podcast is about finding those people who have been successful and chatting with them about their secret methods to achievement. We've had some technical difficulties which caused a delay in posting this episode, and we apologize for that and are very grateful for your patience. In episode three, we talked about finding community to support your goals. Today, we are looking at finding a collaborative project likely from that community connection, to get you a step closer to your goals and small pieces of success toward it. I've recently observed several versions of this idea. Family members coming together to make a baby shower happen very smoothly. Co-workers working together to make various fundraising events occur in my workplace. A family trip to Mexico. All of these used the skill sets of some to help others participate and develop their skills for a shared purpose. In every case, there was a bit of drama, unexpected problems, and problem-solving where the usual problem-solver person was unable to solve the issue on their own, and other members of the group took the lead. I always find the interaction of people under stress and deadlines to be fascinating. It brings out the best and the worst in us. How did the events further the participants' goals? Seems like a social kind of thing, right? All goals are not necessarily career objectives, but social skills are most definitely transferable to the workplace. When those who tend to wait for leaders of the group to act take initiative themselves, it is so important for them and satisfying to those of us who try to refrain from stepping in and encourage people to rise to their potential. Another form of collaboration is found in the literary and arts world. We have some beautiful murals in the city of Victoria done by artistic collaboration. Philadelphia Publishing has four anthologies, which are collaborations of many writers, artists, and photographers. A few weekends ago, Indigo Mayfair in Victoria hosted an author's event for all four of those anthologies. There were 17 local authors and 10 came by to sign their books. The authors get a bio page in the book, their name listed as an author on the back, and a free copy. Proceeds of these books go to various charities. And why would we do that? The benefiting charity promotes the book. Friends and family of the authors promote the book. The charities and the authors both expand their audiences and support bases. And that's a step towards goals of fame and financial viability. The four books are Anthology for a Green Planet, includes short stories where green technology is entwined in the plot with contributions by eight authors. Proceeds go to Petal to Petal. The Unvalentine Anthology has stories and poems of unusual love stories with work from 14 authors. Proceeds to Peers. The Blood Moon Rising Anthology is stories and poems that discuss recovery and redemption by 11 authors. Proceeds to AIDS Vancouver Island. 
And finally, sharing our journeys, queer elders tell their stories, is nonfiction remembrances of 12 senior authors, proceeds to Alexandra Neighborhood House. We've chatted with some of the authors who came to the event at Indigo Mayfair about collaborative efforts and share those comments with you now. Okay, so I'm here with Astra, who is a well-known author in the local community and uh, one of my contributing authors to our anthologies that we're here celebrating today at Indigo Mayfair. Uh, Astra, what do you think about our topic of uh, using shared goals to achieve your greater goals? Yeah, I've done a lot of shared projects over the last few years, uh, both writing and illustrating. And really, I find that when you're working on a project by yourself, there is a, a potential to tunnel in and lose scope on it. Where when you bring other voices in, it can push you to achieve things that you wouldn't have been able to achieve on your own. So whether that's making the work better from a feedback and revisions perspective, or whether that's taking an idea to another dimension that you didn't perceive on your own. So I love doing those kind of combined projects because then it's not the full breadth of responsibility just on yourself uh, and it instead enables you to make something more than the sum of its parts. Sounds good. You want to push? Yeah, I can be found at astracrompton.com. That's Crompton with a C. Uh, And I, as I mentioned, I've done both illustrations projects. I've got uh, written projects as well, and then a lot of collaborative work. So if you want to check out my stuff, I have a lot to (laughs) offer, and I'm uh, happy to to chat shop. So if anyone has questions about world building or working on collaborative projects, I'm always happy to answer questions. Sounds good. Thanks, Astra. Yeah, you bet. And we have another of our contributing authors here, uh, Kenton Moore. Um, So Kenton, what do you think about today's topic of shared goals, helping to get to greater goals? Well, I think it's pretty important. I mean, for all of us as uh, as independent creators or or creators in a greater organization, um, you know, the more promoting that we do ourselves, the more that it helps as the greater whole. So... You know, to be here promoting myself and my own writing and stuff is also to to assist with helping Philadelphia Publishing because, I mean, I'm a firm believer that the more we do together, the more we achieve as a group. You know what I mean? Yep. And it helps, in this case, it helps charities as well. Yeah, and that's that's a very, very strong point of pride for me. Um, you know, like I, I told a lot of my network and stuff I, I promoted a lot to my network today about today um, especially considering the the charity aspect because uh, you know it's it, it's important to give a little back to the community um, because just what we do should never really benefit yourself but it should always benefit society as a greater whole sometimes I find that when you work on a something collaborative and particularly if it's for a charity you know, somehow in the, the process of networking to do that, come across the person you were looking for to help you with something else. And it's uh, mutually beneficial to, to participate in stuff like that for exactly that reason. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. Um, you know, and it, it's always great to meet new people that you that you might find those connections with and stuff. So these kind of events, uh, they're, they're extremely important. And it's extremely important to collaborate as a group because... The, the, sum of a, the sum of the whole is always greater than its parts. So. Exactly. 
Thank you very much. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So well, now we're speaking with Monique Jacob, who is uh, another contributing author to our our anthology. Several of them, actually, also uh, uh, has her own projects that she's uh, that she's published. So uh, today the topic is um, shared goals, helping us get together, reach uh, our greater goals. Do you find that working on collaborative projects? is a step towards a greater goal or a helpful in, in that way? Yeah, I really like being involved with this project. I've been involved since the beginning, and um, I like the idea of contributing stories that give back to the community. And I really like the idea that these charities are local and that they're going to benefit from any of the uh, sales of these books. Sounds good. So. And it's also exciting to have our stuff on the shelves in bookstores. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, and I, I've noticed that as I've we've had authors come and sign their stuff, um, the, the ones that are signing the first book ever uh, that oh. they've been a part of, uh, I've been so excited to, to sign the copies of the books. Do you, do you, does that ever get old for you? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Actually, um, having sat here and, and signed a bunch of these for, for the, the show today, um, it just feels so cool to be actually putting a signature in a book that I've contributed to. It's just unreal that I can say, I've got a story in this book, and oh, look, I signed my name to it. It's wonderful. Great. Okay. Well, thank you. And thanks for having me. And that was uh, fun to hear the excitement in the voices of those authors. There was a couple of authors that were there that didn't want to be recorded and uh, two of them, it was the very first time that they'd signed anything, had anything published. And uh, it, it was very sweet to see how excited they were and, and how uh, achieving sort of a lifelong goal had finally come to, to pass for them. And they were very pleased. It was, it was lovely to see. And now, a word from our sponsor. Philodeth Publishing is offering a special purchase for Don't Say Maybe listeners. All four of the anthology books noted in this episode for $40 and free shipping. That's 35% off the online price and free shipping. Go to philodethbooks.com slash shopping. That's F-I-L-I-D-H-B-O-O-K-S dot com backslash shopping enter the code dsmrox that's d as in don't s as in say m as in maybe and rox as in rocks because we do if you are local to victoria indigo mayfair still has copies at regular prices thanks to local authors astra crompton kenton moore monique jacob and Panina Rost. A very grateful shout out to our podcast production team at Ponies Tech Corral. And special thanks to you, our amazing listeners. Keep sharing, listening, and commenting. If you have someone who inspires you, let us know at zoe at don'tsaymaybe.com. That's Z O E at 
don't say maybe all one word dot com and we'll ask them to chat with us in future episodes until next time i'm zoe duff and don't say maybe